0: Hello and welcome to the Innerware Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about something that might sound a bit basic. Bear with. And it's evolving in business, it's personal development. But I'm talking live, like in the moment, real-time personal development. Because while we can talk about personal development in a really abstract way, in a way that we all understand it, you know, we all know that we're always evolving. We all know that we're not sort of fixed and there is room for us to grow. But what we rarely talk about is how that feels. And what I'm experiencing in business And also personally, I'd say quite deeply and heavily over the last week, which let's be totally honest, isn't a surprise because I'm due on. And also things are happening in my business. There are things that are changing. There are client meetings that I've been to that are very different um, than the normal stuff that I normally facilitate. Um, I, I am being coached. I am working with a coach. There's lots of stuff happening at the moment and it's all making me really notice and really be aware of the fact that evolving out loud like in real time in business can feel very very vulnerable and i want to talk about it i want to i want to bring this to the inner work conversation today okay so i've got four bullet points that i'm going to use for this episode i may well go off piece slightly but i think that they're as succinct as they can be and that's <laughs> that sort of leads me into the first one the first thing that i've written down is when you evolve in business when you as a person grow and evolve like literally take a take a look at yourself right now think about who you are right now in this moment think about the age that you are and then what i want you to do is i want you to roll back 5 years roll back 10 years and just for a minute if you want to pause the episode here absolutely do but i just want you to think about who you were 5 years ago Did you have a different job? Did were your life circumstances different? Were your was your romantic partner different? Like, have a real think about who you were, the kind of situations that you were navigating, what your life looked like. You might even want to go into like financially where I was at and all of the different nooks and crannies of life and business. But what you will probably find is you are a very different person now than you were then. And this is the first point that I want to make as you evolve in business my hope for you is that as you evolve so does your outside world because one of the things that is becoming extremely extremely clear to me is as we evolve so do our preferences so do our desires you know there was a time in my career where i was a people performance director in quite a formal and corporate business. And I really loved my job. Like I can't look back on that job and think, ugh, like ugh, there were all these things I didn't like about it. If you asked me to do that job now, I wouldn't want to. But that's that's not shitting I'll get to that point in a minute. That's not shitting on the job. That's just saying that's not for me now. Who I am now, that's not for me now. And <clears throat> I suppose one of the biggest things that I see other people do, and I also have noticed myself do it, is when we evolve and we're a different person now than we used to be, number one, it doesn't mean that you are flaky, unreliable, or untrust- untrustworthy. If as you grow and as you evolve, you change your mind on your preferences, right? This is especially... Um, I was just about to say this especially applies to you if you're a business owner. Of course it does because you're the one who's running your business, designing the offers, designing the packages that you sell or the products that you sell. Of course it applies to you very specifically, but it does also apply to you if you are in a career and maybe you're in one role and you get in that role, you experience it and you want to go and do something else. You don't like it as much or whatever. Like, just going back to that, I was a people performance director in a recruitment business. And one of the things that I had never been in recruitment before, I've never, even to this day, I've never been a recruitment consultant. But one of the things that you learn is what recruitment consultants look for, what their job is. And I remember thinking, I remember like being completely baffled this one day when I went in and I was shadowing a recruitment consultant just to learn more about what they do. And they were like, yeah, so see this person, they've got massive gaps on their CV. That's a red flag. And I remember actually thinking, red flag. Like, (laughs) what if they decided to go and travel? What if they had to become a carer for a parent? Like, all of these scenarios played through my mind. And don't get me wrong, I get it. Like, I understand how to an employer, you would want to know, tell me about those times. But the fact that they pulled them up as red flags that there was something flaky or unreliable about this person if they ju- jumped around from business to business or if they'd had gaps in their career or maybe they'd gone from one thing to the other. And I'm like, that I don't think that sits right with me anymore. I don't think that it means that you're flaky or unreliable or untrustworthy if you want to change your mind about your preferences as you grow and evolve. As you grow and evolve as a person, if your preferences change about what kind of work um, embodies the best expression of your life force, if that changes, is that not a good thing? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I fully appreciate we have to also take responsibility for how that might look in terms of, well, if I was a trained doctor and I decide that I want to be a hairdresser. I might need to take a pay cut, not because it's one career to the other, but because I've never cut hair before, so I'm gonna need to learn. And see what I'm saying, like there's actual um, like life practicalities that you sort of have to accept with your preferences, but I don't think that it means something about us. I I certainly don't think that it means that you're flaky or unreliable or untrustworthy. If as you grow as a person, your preferences change in business and i want to repeat the thing that i've just said it's an expression of you your work i this isn't this doesn't have to be your belief this is my belief i believe that my work is the truest expression of me of who i am and i believe that so much that i've built my business around doing work that i absolutely love with people who i i'm just delighted to be in their presence and to be working with them and to be, yeah, like literally holding space for them in those moments and get paid for it. That's that's the that's the dream for me. That's always been the dream for me. And I think that if I cha- if I grew and if I changed my mind, that doesn't make me untrustworthy or unreliable or flaky. It means that I've changed my mind. And I think I touched on this in the last episode where I was talking about slow, like what to do and what not to do when business is slow. It's like, sometimes the biggest mistake that we can make is we take what's going on for us and we make it mean something negative about us. And I just want you to, for the first part of this episode, just take a pause and ask yourself, have there been any times throughout my career, whether it's a career in corporate or a job or your own business, where your preferences have changed And you've made yourself wrong about that. I certainly know that I have. I certainly know that, and it links to one of my points further down, so I'm going to move on, but I do know that that applies to me. I do know that I've done that. And I just want you to reflect on that before we move on in this episode. Let's move on. (laughs) The second point. The second point is just because you're different now. So you know, that thing that I got you to do a few minutes ago, where I was like, think about yourself five years ago, 10 years ago, and now now allow yourself to realize how much of a different person you are now. What I don't want you to do, and the second point is, when you evolve and when you grow, it doesn't make previous versions of you less than, inadequate, wrong. Like, I look back on decisions I've made in business, on who I was, who I uh, shape shifted into to be the people pleaser. I look back on all of the things that I have done in particularly in business, right? The expression of who we are. And I, something like I've got, you can't, I know you can't see me, but I've like got my head in my hand right now. And I'm like, oh God, I did that? Like I actually got up at five in the morning with stiletto court shoes on and a pencil skirt suit and went from Lime Street to London, did a 15 hour day. And like, I did that? Really? Now there's nothing wrong with that. And if that's you, if you're listening to this episode thinking, hang on a minute, I do that. I'm not shitting on that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying my preferences have changed now. I'm saying who I am now in my life right now. I look back on that and I go, oh my God, I cannot believe that I did that. And I also don't make that part of me, that version of me wrong. And I want you to apply the same for you. Can you look back on previous versions of yourself, particularly in business? Yes, maybe in life, but particularly in business and think, oh my God, I cannot believe I decided that. I cannot believe I did that. I cannot believe I conformed in that way. And can you do that without making your previous self less than inadequate or wrong? Because let me tell you, that right there is grace. When we can look back on ourselves, not, and I don't mean with loving eyes or compassionate eyes or even with like pitiful eyes, I mean when we can look back on ourselves and just accept that that is literally That was the expression of ourselves at that time. Even if, like I look back, if I scroll right the way back through my Instagram, right right the way to the very beginning, it's not that many scrolls. If I scroll right the way back, what you will see is someone presenting themselves on Instagram in a white shirt, a white buttoned up shirt, looking a particular way. Now I look in the mirror now, or I look at my reflection in my office window, literally right now, and I see a very different version of myself, And that's on the outside. That's what people see, right? On the inside, I also know I've changed a lot too. I also know that the version of me who speaks to you a couple of years into having their own business, they know that they don't have to take the form of a certain look in order to be, um, I was speaking to my coach about this today, like you're allowed to have duality in who you are I'm allowed to wanna do lovely makeup and nice hair and wear hoodies if that's what I wanna be. I'm allowed to be someone who embodies grit, really, like I am really gritty as a coach, that's my style, but I'm also full of grace. And I also teach people how to approach themselves in life and in business with a lot of grace. They're two very contrasting things and you're allowed to be contrasting. It's one of my later on points, so I'm not going to labor on it right here. But the point that I do want to make is just because I accept that's who I am now doesn't make the old versions of me inadequate, doesn't make it less than. I don't need to look back on who I was as a coach or as a business owner a couple of years ago and write a letter of apologies to the people that I coached at that time because I was what I needed to be at that time. And I was what they needed me to be at that time. It doesn't make old versions of you wrong just because you've evolved, right? You don't have to shit on them. You don't have to pity them. You don't have to criticize them. You just get to accept that you are a human having a human journey and evolving and growing as you go. And that's okay. Point number three the more human, and actually, I've crossed that word out and said the more you you are, the deeper the connection. Um, And then in brackets, it says to those that matter. Yes. Good point, Nikki. So, (laughs) so what I mean here is, so I made the decision. This is actually in relation to something I've learned recently in business. So let me share that with you. I made the decision um, before Christmas to change up my one-to-one offers. So if you go to tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me, or just follow the link in the show notes, you'll see that I have three different one-to-one offers. And I feel really great about them. Like I think that it's a really positive thing that there's different ways that we can work together on a one-to-one basis now. But one of the things that I did was say, right, so for that particular one, so it was for get unstuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna only allow four spaces of them in any given month. And it got to last Friday. So let's look at the date. So last Friday would have been the let's see, the 13th of January. So only a couple of weeks into January and I'd sold out of the get unstuck places. So bearing in mind, I'd said I've got four a month and I was like, hang on a minute. Why why am I limiting this? And the honest reason is because I'd seen someone else structure their offerings in a similar way and really liked the idea. So thought, cool. I'll adopt, that, I'll adopt a similar approach. It's that, that looks really good. But then when I tried that approach on and it didn't quite work out the way I thought it would, because I didn't know that the sessions were going to get snapped up, I then had to make a choice. Do I stay rigid and just go, no, nope, it's four sessions a month and that's what it is? Or do I actually look at myself and go, do I want to do it like this? Do I get to change my mind? Is that okay? And if I do change my mind, and this is my point, the more human or you, you are the deeper the connection to those that matter. When you do change your mind in business, the more you, you can be about the way you approach that in the way that you communicate with people, the deeper the connection. So if you're on my mail list, what you will have experienced from me last Friday is an email to say, hi, I've made a bit of a mistake did the best I could with the knowledge that I had, but that was an error to cap them at four a month. And it's actually costly to you and to me because I want to (laughs) do, I want to do these sessions. I am so enjoying them. The get unstuck sessions that I have facilitated in January, you know, the emoji with the mind blown emoji, it's like the, the top of the head's coming off. That's how I feel about those sessions. It's like, they are literally blowing my mind. Let me read some feedback out to you because honestly, it was it's just been a complete joy to do these sessions. Wait there. Right, so I've got it. So it says, um, the objective of this call is a space for you to bring your challenges to the table. And together we build a roadmap for you to make real progress confidently and calmly. How well did we do this? And one is shite and five is nailed it. It was a five. It says, how do you feel in comparison to how you felt prior to the call? Listen to this, and now you can see why I'm just like, oh my God, I'm loving these sessions. It says, I've gone from feeling paralyzed to take any action, lacking trust in myself, to completely grounded and connected to my vision with clear steps to take in my business. I feel so attuned to myself now, empowered and excited to move forward with a clear action plan. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. You have such an intuitive way of getting to the core of the issue. Next question. Do you feel Nikki prioritized the most important issues and helped you get clarity on them? By the way, this question's important because you only get 90 minutes. And I think that people underestimate how powerful our session can be in 90 minutes. So I ask that to get the feedback. She says... Absolutely. She even touched on areas I hadn't considered were at play and keeping me stuck, revealing those blind spot, revealing those blind spots I so needed to see. I cannot believe how much we got through in ninety minutes. Next question: Do you now have clear, actionable steps to make progress? hundred percent. Yes. It's like Nikki has untangled a very knotted necklace. Now I now I now know what the next few months of goals and actions look like to move me forwards to my vision in life and business. Um, and then it says, would you recommend to get stuck call? And it says, yes, book it now. <laughs> so book it now, what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes. No, but in seriousness, going back to the point. So I'm explaining all of that because you can hear when things are aligned, well, like I know when I take action in my business that is aligned and it's, it's of pure intent, which I'm gonna come on to in a bit. I know how powerful this stuff is. And sometimes I need to trust that more than I trust seeing someone else do it a certain way and going, that could work for me. And so going back to the mistake that I've made, I had to make a choice. What am I going to do? And then the second choice is always, and how am I going to let that choice play out? You know, like um, with a famous person or one of the royal family or whatever like that, it's like, what have they done? And how are they, what's the PR going to be about it? And I always going back to my point here. The more you you are, the deeper the connection to those that matter. I know that when I sent that email to my mail list, and I was like, "Look, guys." I might be good at what I do. I might be an expert at what I do, but I am still navigating this business thing and I make mistakes and I've made a mistake and it's costly to me. And it's also costly to you. Costly to me in that I don't get to facilitate as many sessions as I want to because I've built this box and trapped myself in it and I need to untangle myself from that box. And then costly to you, because if you wanted to book in, you can't. And the way I explained it is, a get unstuck session is meant to be there for if you literally find yourself stuck, you can book in. Equally, you're not going to know, oh, in three weeks time, I'm going to need to get unstuck. So it sort of defeats the object if there's none available for you to book in, right? Anyway, it's not about the mistake. It's about how you how you play that out. Not play it out. That makes it sound stage. How you explain that and how much of you you can be in navigating all of that. And the more you you can be, the deeper the connection I got messages back from that email on Friday to say, Nick, thanks for this. Um, I'm, I've made a mistake recently too. And it's really nice to hear someone say it out loud. Like it doesn't necessarily mean business results, but it does mean a deeper connection to the people that matter. And you only you can decide who matters. That's not, I don't mean to the people who matter in like a fuck what they think, they don't matter kind of way. Not like that, just in a way of, there are going to be people in business and in life who have an opinion of you. Are they the people? Are they your clients? Are they the people who listen to your podcasts? Are they, Or are they just the bystanders who are looking in on your world and judging what you do? And if that's what they're doing, that's okay. But you can't facilitate your every move to please those people. I can't remember the Brené Brown quote, but it's something like, you know, it's not the people... In the arena, it's the pe- in the stands, it's the ones in the arena. I've murdered that, but you all know what I mean. And if you don't, just Google Brené Brown Arena, and you'll find the quote anyway. Let's move on. So the last point, <laughs> the last point is, you don't have to make sense. This is this whole episode is about your growth and your involvement in business. And I'm saying all of this by the way, still learning it all very much myself. And the last point is, you don't have to make sense. You just have to be grounded and clear in yourself and what your intention is. Let me explain. I, I myself, and also I work with many, many wonderful people who, it sounds like I've just called myself a wonderful person. I don't take that away from myself. I think I am a wonderful person, but I didn't actually mean it to come out like that. I, me, this applies to myself, and also I work with many wonderful people who, are putting too much effort and energy into whether they make sense or not. And one of the things that I'm learning through my own involvement at the moment, through my own self-reflection, through navigating life and business, through my own coaching is, oh shit, I'm allowed to be both. I'm allowed to be really gritty and full of grace all at the same time. I'm allowed to build a style that doesn't necessarily make sense, but fits me. I'm allowed to I'm a hey guess what I'm allowed to swear like a docker and also be very fucking good at what I do would you believe it would you believe it and these these sound like silly little things but I've actually had people message me and say oh you know you'd be much more accessible and easy to listen to if you didn't swear you know you would you would be taken much more seriously and professionally if you didn't write swear words in your, um, what's it called? Like copy and posts and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but when someone gets on a call with me, I'm, I'm, I don't do it on purpose. It's part of who I am and how I express myself. So why would I not do that? It doesn't. And there it is. You don't have to make sense because guess what? To the people who really matter, one of those people being you, you are, you only have to make sense to you. And by the way, when I talk about making sense, I am realizing that actually, crikey, like the amount of ways that we've been conditioned to think, particularly in business, is you have to do it this way or it doesn't make sense. You have to say it this way or it doesn't make sense. You have to have a CV that looks like this or it doesn't make sense, right? And I'm just wanting to point out to you that it is safe to evolve and it is safe sometimes to do things that are not logical and maybe don't make sense but they are the right thing for you to do and like i've said in this point you just have to, your job is to be grounded in in what you think in what is the truest expression of yourself that that's the most important thing because when you go to bed at night it's you and you like you know your truth you know what you really think and you know whether the actions that you're taking in every single day, and the inaction that you're taking, is truly aligned to you, and you know that niggle, you know that niggly feeling, when it's not really aligned to you, it's what you think is expected and makes sense to other people, usually to people who don't really fucking matter, and I don't mean they don't matter in your life, right, let's just have that right, I don't mean that they don't matter, some of these people will be people you deeply love and care about, I just mean that when you get to your deathbed, these people might not even be around. And when you look back over your life, are you going to be happy that you made sense to those people or that you just did the thing that didn't really make sense? Or you spoke in a way that didn't make sense? Or you um, dressed or behaved in a way that was against business norms in inverted commas? But that was right. And you knew it all along. Can you do that? Can you evolve in that way? I hope you can. I hope you can create the safety within yourself to be true to who you really are, particularly in business and how you express yourself in business. And I hope that you can continue to make it safe for you to grow and evolve in life, yeah, but in business too. So, they're the thoughts I have to share with you today. I hope that they have served you. All of this is definitely serving me, it is making me become more confident in who I am what I do, how I do it, and who I do it with. And I'm really benefiting from this work. So I hope that you are too. So with that, all the links that you need will be in the show notes. I'm not going to go over that. Do the normal things if you wouldn't mind, like please rate and review this podcast on Spotify. Leave me some feedback. If you're over on iTunes, you can review, you can share this episode with someone else that you think might benefit from hearing it. And if you want to get in touch, all of my details are in the show notes. So I will leave you with that. Have a glorious, that was like a mixture of gorgeous and glorious. I'll go with glorious. Have a glorious rest of your day. Please never forget. I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.